Hey, y'all, what's happening? It is episode 10, y'all. Did y'all hear what I said? It is episode one zero. I have finally hit the double digits for the Open House Uncensored Podcast, hosted by me, Ancestor Realtor. Let's get it. Hey, y'all, I want to first start this podcast off by saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got so much love on my last podcast, episode nine. Why are you being weird to me? And I just want to let y'all know that I thank y'all so much for showing up for your girl. But as you know, today is episode 10. That's right. This podcast here. I don't play a this part here. I don't play. (laughs) I think I'm singing it right. But whatever the case is, this is my baby. And my baby has now had 10 episodes, okay? We have changed 10 diapers of my baby, okay? So I am super, super excited. So glad to have you all tuning in with me. Um, I had asked a question, um, I think yesterday or something like that. In regards to, should I do like another series? Like, should I come up with another segment? Trying to figure out what exactly you all may want to hear. Um, Of course, we know this is a real estate podcast. We know you guys are expecting me to talk real estate. I have also told you this is an open house. So we are not just limited to real estate, but everything has to somehow, some way go back to real estate because that's just what I do, okay? This is what I do and it's just who I am. Um, So instead of starting a new series today, I'm going to take the time out to just use this episode to just pretty much say thank you again to everybody who's tuning in and then um, just kind of chit-chat, you know, a little bit. Um, I will tell you one thing for sure that we're about to touch on is um the fact that the incentives are coming back. Uh-huh. So, with that being said, I think I want to title this podcast. Now, remember, it was Forget Me. Because that's how I feel. All of my realtor cousins, I know y'all feel me on this. These last couple months, well... This month is different. The beginning of the year, and then especially last year, we we can really just touch on 2021. We felt less than, at least I know I did. Um, The builders, baby, they was out here like, we don't need y'all. Y'all need us. Um, Builders were legit losing their minds. We had this one particular... um, really known builder, as a matter of fact, they're supposed to be known for having a pretty decent, affordable housing. Um, They're all over the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They decided to straight up just say, hey, we are not paying realtors. I mean, literally came out with an announcement and everything. And we had already had some builders cutting commissions, you know, Um, for the most part, we get 3% of whatever the home sells for, 
you had people going down to two, you had people going down to one, you had people going down to like a flat fee. And then, like I said, this one particular builder was just like, hey, straight up, we ain't paying y'all nothing because we don't have to. And that's legit how things were going. Homes were selling so fast. I know y'all remember. Houses were on the market for a day. <laughs> Houses were showing up at nine and sold by five, okay? <laughs> Y'all, it was ridiculous. And I know for the most part, like, if if you weren't smart enough and you didn't really realize what all a real estate transaction entails, one could legit feel like, hey, they don't need me. Like, for real, like, what's the purpose of me being a realtor when they don't need me? They're going to sell this house without me. Um, I feel less than, I feel unimportant, I feel not needed, Um, a whole bunch of uncertainty going on. Being a realtor in itself comes with uncertainty. I don't care what kind of market you're in. Um, But what I don't understand is why whenever we think about a real estate transaction, you want to get rid of the realtor? Like, why? Why? This is what I don't understand. Think of us like a stylist. Everybody nowadays, if you're, especially my younger groups, my millennials and everybody after us, you on social media. And what do you see people do whenever they like take their pictures? They're telling us who did their makeup. They're telling us who their stylist was. (laughs) They're telling us where they got their outfit. Um, nowadays you have people who are excited about the whole like self-care movement, which I am too. Um, but this whole, like, especially like with our, uh, black people, like, you know, live your luxury life. That is the motto. Like what we learn in real estate is pretty much what people are applying to their lives. They are saying, Hey, leverage things out. So you have people now who are very excited that they can get a housekeeper, that they have a nanny. Um, People are excited about being able to say like, hey, I don't do this particular chore. I don't do this particular project around my house. That's fine and dandy. So when we think about real estate, your realtor is like your stylist. As long as you have the budget, we coming through. That's why I keep saying uh, we're not magicians, but we are matchmakers. Same thing with the stylist. They can pick you pieces from Dior and Fendi all day long. But if you don't have a Dior budget, then you can't wear it. So what does a good stylist do? The stylist makes sure that they can get you what you need and make you look good within your budget. Oh, that's a word. That's all I miss. That's literally what a realtor is. Now, I, I know what you're about to say. Okay, but what's the point in that? Because you can get rid of your stylist. Yeah, you could, but you can't dress. So you need the stylist. <laughs> You tacky, I'm sorry. Um, you don't dress as well as you think you did. Um 
you know, you don't really know, you know, it doesn't give what it's supposed to give, okay? So you might need to keep the stylist. Now, with the stylist, I know that you have to pay them for their services, okay? Cool. Um, But with a realtor, the seller pays us. And I'm going to say 99.9% of the time because there may be a one-off situation where our buyer's representation really, 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 really has to come into play. And we have to remind you that if the seller does not pay us, then you, the buyer, need to be responsible for paying us something. Because at the end of the day, we are doing a service. We go out here and we find, we look, okay? We search high and low, whether it's physically or whether it's virtually. Uh, We do things where we're networking with others and literally using up a lot of our time to find you the perfect home. That's what your stylist does. Your stylist goes out, they go shopping at five, six, seven, eight different stores, and they're doing what they have to do to make sure that they can put you together the perfect outfit. That's what I'm doing, making sure that I put together your dream home. You know, your house is your sanctuary. And a good realtor want you to be happy, okay? We want you to be comfortable. A good stylist is going to make sure that they don't push you over your budget. So I don't understand why people always be trying to get rid of us. Because if if you utilize your realtor correctly, you really don't have to lift a finger. So especially from a buyer's perspective... Why would you not want to have a realtor? I have asked before, and some people was like, well, it just don't seem like they're needed or they don't really do anything. Okay, whatever. I don't even know what that means. Maybe your realtor was absolutely just not communicating with you. Then, yeah, in that case, you fire them. But I don't know. I I, I just see, like, if, if you're going to buy a home, it should be a no-brainer to have a realtor. Now, I will say this. Cause, cause y'all probably about to say, "Oh, come on now, Miss Contra, uh, contradicting herself." Um, when we purchased our house, we did not use a realtor. But you know what? We didn't do a lot of things right when we purchased our house. <laughs> if if you talk to my husband, my husband would be like, "Bro, she literally just <laughs> woke up and was like, we get in the house, and that was it.' Like." We didn't search high and low. We didn't compare anything. Um, Literally, first house I saw, I was like, okay, we have to have it. Now, in my defense, first of all, I was young, okay? I was under 30. (laughs) And I was pregnant, okay? Y'all know pregnancy pregnancy brain is a thing, okay? It's a thing. I was pregnant. So you have to give me a pass. I was not thinking with my full brain capacity. <laughs> well, the 5% that we use anyway. I'm, I wasn't thinking with the 5. I was only thinking with like 2. It was a rush. It was Texas summer. Now, it wasn't. I mean, we closed in June. So it wasn't too, too hot. But as far as carrying another person, it was hot. You know, Uh we had a daughter who was about to get ready to start school for the first time. And 
I just wanted us to be settled. You know, our our situation where we were coming from, it was just starting to get a little bit too crowded. And I was like, I just I just wanted us to be settled. Now, now that I am a realtor, I absolutely see where we went absolutely wrong. Okay. It was very much so a rich decision. We literally closed in exactly 30 days. It was very fast. That's why I tell people all the time, buying a home is not hard. Like purchasing a home is not hard. It does not have to be a very long drawn out process. It's what you make of it. Um, and it's and it's what you have. Like, are you prepared? You know, do you have everything that's necessary in order to purchase a home? And I do understand that everybody is not set because a lot of times we don't know what we need, you know? And that was us. We didn't know what we needed. Literally, the sales rep was just like, hey, put down earnest money. I got earnest money. Okay, it's yours. Take a picture with this soul sign. And then that threw me off. Oh my God, child, that threw me off. Because um, I was like, all this time, these people have been taking pictures in front of these soul signs and it's not really theirs. Like, y'all haven't bought the house yet? Like, oh, wait a minute. So I didn't even post our pictures of us in front of the soul sign because I was like, this is kind of misleading. But really, it's not. But at the time, I was just like, oh my God, this is misleading. So, anyways, um, yeah, we, you know, like I said, we just looked at one floor plan. Well, we looked at, I think, two floor plans, but as far as when it came to the amount, all we were concerned about was the mortgage amount. Okay, what's the amount for this type of house? What does the mortgage look like? And then once we heard a number that we could do, I was like, all right, bet, boom, let's do it. And we were under contract, and literally things took off. Boom, 30 days, we closed. We didn't get a chance to pick nothing in our home, you know, it's very basic, Um but I was happy. I was like excited. I was ecstatic, but I was so nervous. I didn't necessarily feel like we had done anything wrong. I just was like, oh my God, I cannot believe we did this. Because again, it was just happening so fast. It was legit happening so fast. So I was like, oh my God, like we're literally buying a house. Like we just walked up in here and our house about to be delivered. <laughs> Like going to a furniture store, you feel the couch you love, but they don't have it necessarily like in that day. So you have to get it delivered. Like what? Now we did get a chance to see the build process, not necessarily from foundation, but pretty much from like um, framing. We got a chance to see the house being built. So that was exciting. You know, boom. Well, no, I'm lying because I said 30 days. So it wasn't framing. They pretty much had the walls in the home. That's pretty much what it was. Um, but also at the time we were buying, we weren't low on lumber and stuff like that either. This was like way before 2020. So the house was built fast. Um, but needless to say, now that we, now that I'm a realtor, we look back over how we purchased our home. I very much so would have rather to have used a realtor. Um, just because there was a lot of things that we did not know. Like, for instance, nobody ever explained to us about improved and unimproved land. Do you know what that means? <laughs> we didn't either. Matter of fact, I didn't know what unimproved or improved land meant until we were in our home the second year and our mortgage shot up. Okay? When I say shot up, I mean, listen. 
I thought we was paying two mortgages. I was like, hold on, something is not right here. What do you mean escrow shortage? I kind of remember those terms just from being in home lending uh, with my job when I was with corporate. But I was like, hold on, this happened to us? Like, we got an escrow shortage? Like, why nobody tell us? So there's a lot of things that, you know, just wasn't necessarily explained to us. Because, again, the builder, their sales rep don't care about your, <laughs> about your experience once you move in. They don't care if you <laughs> end up getting um foreclosed on. Because their job is just to sell the house. It was just to close and get you in there. It was about numbers. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't have anybody in our corner who literally was like, hey, not only am I excited about you buying this house, not only does it help my stats, I'm also like excited for you and your family for the step that you just took. I'm excited that you are on your way to wealth building. I am excited that you are on your way to home ownership. I am excited that your family is going to grow in this home. So I want to make sure that you are aware of some of the things that's probably going to come up or that will come up. And I don't want you to be necessarily blindsided. You know what I'm saying? So we didn't have that. So everything that happened to us during our um, um, closing and then like even life after closing, we just had to like learn on our own. So I knew that when I became a realtor, I was like, you know what? I feel like the Lord wanted me to go through the home buying process. And he said, you know what? I'm going to let you experience this um, without a realtor so that you can really understand the value of one. So that when you do become one, you will be sure to like make sure your clients or sit <laughs> like Make sure they are well aware, like give them all the details, you know what I'm saying? Because again, buying a house can be intimidating, you know what I'm saying? Like it legit can be intimidating. It's a big step. Um, and everybody is not in a situation where they're like, oh yeah, I just bought a house. I'm cool. Like some people have questions. Some people have concerns. Um, and every, I just feel like everybody deserves somebody on their side, especially when it can be at no cost. So I just don't understand why builders thought, oh, hey, let's shit on these damn realtors. Like, let's throw them the bird. Cause literally that's what they was doing. They was throwing us the bird. Like for real. They was like, move, be, get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. I was like, oh my God, like y'all really not paying us. And you would hate to tell a client like, hey, you can't go look at that builder because they ain't paying me. But I mean, if you break it down to them like, hey, you can still go over and buy with them. But if you use me, you got to pay me. <laughs> it started it start moving business around. Realtors, we we out here. I don't, do not let nobody tell you that um, real estate agents don't have a, a strong network because they do. Our whole business is based off of people, y'all. Like it's legit based off of people. So when a lot of these real, uh, builders and stuff started saying they weren't going to pay us, oh, yeah, you already know. You finna start networking within your own, like, groups and stuff. Um, start getting real creative, you know. Start encouraging people to buy uh, pre-existing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, we finna figure out something. Um, and then that's why, you know, homes was just, everything was just skyrocketing. Everything was just taking off. Everything was just like, oh, my God, I almost feel like I don't have a handle on it. 
And um, it was a wild time. I ain't going to lie to you. It was a wild time. But now our market has shifted. That's right. Our market is shifting. It's changing. I'm not going to tell you it's a buyer's market, but I will tell you, I think it's a great time for you to buy. And I think that um, builders are beginning to have more inventory. So, of course, you know, they have to sell. And so now they're like, hey, how do we make home buying comfortable again? Because last year, everybody was about the dollar. That's that's pretty much what it was. Like, builders was legit. Like, I don't care if your contract fails or falls through. Uh, we will relist this house, and we're going to relist it for $50,000 more. You had people who went under contract for one price and came out with two damn houses. They like, hold on. So, there was a lot of people who lost out on even experiencing their home closing. There was lots of people who were asked out. And now builders are like, hey, that wasn't right. And I know we messed up, but like, we still need you. We need you to buy a house. Um, A lot of builders and even like for sale by owners and stuff like a lot of them was like, hey, I can sell my house without a realtor. I don't need you. You can save your little spill. You can save your little list of presentation because, baby, I already know my neighbor and them that got over $100,000 in equity and they end up getting like 50 k you know, more like over asking or whatever, like, yeah, I don't need y'all. Like people was legit walking away with 200K, you know, 180K, like 300K after selling their houses. They wanted to hold on to that little 6%. They didn't want to pay nobody. And I ain't, I don't knock them, I guess. But I guess for me though, because now I'm an entrepreneur and I'm like everybody out here trying to make it. If I knew a realtor, even if I even if I did all the work, if I had a realtor that was close to me, I would still just hire them. That's just me. I would still just hire them. Why not get your little paper? Bro, if I'm walking away with 200 k I can give you 6%. Like, because, I mean, you know, you got to pay the buyer's agent and stuff like that. So they even keep the whole thing. And then I wish people would realize with realtors, like, yes, there are some rich ones out here, but y'all, we really do pay a lot of fees. So I don't know why nobody wouldn't just want to bless their game anyway. Like, just bless them because you know them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Help them get their numbers up, you know, help them, you know, build their portfolio and stuff like that. You know, just help, help, help a friend. You know what I'm saying? Help, help. Help somebody build a business, man. It is nothing to to have a realtor on your team. Now, again, I know that there are some one-off situations. There are some realtors who are absolutely rude and stuff. But come on now, man. For the most part, most of us, we good. We good people. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you need to ask my, my past clients. I legit get just as excited as you when you when you buy your house or when you sell. And then whatever you go through, like if there's a situation that happened, hell, I'm I'm going through it too. When you cry, I'm crying harder. When you feel like you can't breathe, I done already passed that. Like legit, I'm 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 in tune with you. I am a, I am an empath. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing. I look li- like if you tell me your leg hurt, my leg is hurting. <laughs> Literally, my leg is hurting. So, I just. I am just excited about what's to come. 
even though a part of me want to be like, ah, yeah, y'all need us now. Mm-hmm, yeah, look at you throwing out the sentence. I don't went to um, one of the builders um, had like a, a luncheon or whatever, and they was giving out TVs and everything. I went for the free food. I sure did. And the salmon was good. Salmon was good. Mm-hmm. Chicken, it was it was pretty decent. The rice was okay. Everything was kind of unseasoned, so I had to add that salt and that pepper. But I ain't mind. I was there. I was like, okay, boom, get in the building, network, see some people. Um, and of course, they were just like, you know, we need you guys, and we know that you're like the heart of this business. Now, nah, but y'all weren't saying that last year. Matter of fact, the builder who had the luncheon, they weren't saying it a month ago. I almost had um a client under contract with them. A month ago and they was like oh well you only get two percent and then if you close two homes with us in the same year then um you would get three percent but you have to have like two already under contract like bro what i gotta do extra just to get the standard ain't that crazy i gotta do i gotta do extra just to get the standard y'all know interest rates done skyrocketed up you know some people been priced out but okay go off and then what just a couple weeks just like a week ago um i get an email hey want you to know we paying three percent and guess what we giving 5k bonuses i bet y'all are giving 5k bonuses i bet y'all is and I'm going to take it. So whatever I got to do to try to get up in the door, give me a 5K bonus, I would do it. If I have me a buyer and they uh that builder is offering everything that they want, I will bring them over. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I need to eat. Car notes need to get paid. Okay? Gas need to get paid. And I ain't, listen, I can't wait to share with y'all my little journey um about entrepreneurship. That's going to that's gonna come later. I'm not going to talk about that right now. But... Ooh. Ooh, so anyways, yes, builders coming back with incentives for the realtors and check this out. Some builders have even started back giving you blinds mm-hmm. on your windows. I know some of y'all thought, wait a minute, ain't that standard? No, it's not. Having a garage door opener to your garage is not even standard. They really be out here playing on our top. I am not lying to y'all. But anyways, seen a couple builders saying that they giving out fridges. They giving out washing and dryers. They giving out blinds. So listen to me. And hear me good. Incentives are coming back. But do not think that you can still storm up in somebody's um pre-existing deal and be like, well, I need all the seller concessions because the sellers are still like, eh, hold on. <laughs> you got to you gotta do something to make me feel good <laughs> in order for me to be giving that little extra change, okay? We still have some sellers who are thinking that this was January, that this is February, that this is last year, that they're going to sell and get like 75K over. That has slowed down, okay? When I say our market has shifted, it's starting to stabilize. Like it's starting to kind of, it's just starting to stabilize. So for those of you who talk about market crash, I don't even know much about stocks and numbers and percentages all the time. So I'm not even going to try to act like I do. But 
I can look at situations and I can see a pattern, okay? I, 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 I can notice a pattern. I learned patterns in kindergarten. And the pattern is giving no crash. People are still buying. Y'all in Dallas, the median house is not $200,000 anymore. So get over that. Please quit thinking that if you keep holding out, you're going to see a house that's going to sell for 100k less than what it's listed for. No, you will not. If you want to buy, go ahead and buy now. Have you a realtor on your side? If you need me, call me in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Have your realtor on your side who's going to actually make sure that your offer reflects you, okay? Be creative, but don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. Don't overspeak because also a lot of people got caught up with those appraisal waivers. You need to make sure you have a realtor who understands how to use and when to use an appraisal waiver, okay? Don't just be out here doing stuff all willy-nilly. Um, still got to be respectful in this game. You still have to uh, not treat people like dummies, okay? The idea is for us to get you the best deal. But it's to also do it with integrity and not be out here tripping, okay? So, you need to keep in mind, I do not see house, housing prices dropping drastically. I do see more inventory being available. And I do see people being able to uh, purchase without such a big hassle. Um, you may still run into a few multiple offers, Um I do feel like, you know, like I said, more um, new construction, you know, new inventory is coming every day. They handing out lots now like Oprah in a sense. Um, the wait time, you know, now you're just basically waiting because of like lumber and stuff. The, the whole supplies thing. Um, but the wait to get a home um, has lessened um, for our sellers. You might need to get ready because you need to understand your house may not sell in seven. It may sell in 14, it may sell in 21, may sell in 28 days. Had a few people say that they have listings now that's been sitting on the market for 30 days. Um, I don't think it should sit that long, but if it does, I think you should just be prepared, especially depending on the type of listing you have. Like, what's the type of home you're selling? What's the area you're selling in? Um, be mindful of the buyer that you want to attract. More money doesn't always mean everything. What you want is a smooth transaction. You want a buyer that can buy and that can um, close and not give you much hassle. So don't always think just huge dollar signs. You need a buyer that can meet your needs because you may need a lease back. Because like I said, some of these houses, especially if you buy new construction, you have to wait a little bit. Um I know we still have a lot of people here relocating. Uh, I will say this. I'm not really doing I'm not doing a series about rents anymore. Uh, but y'all, rent, rental rates are high. And don't think like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep renting until the market crashes. Because what's going to happen is these investors or, you know, just people who, you know, are landlords, when they purchase these homes, they're still purchasing them at prices that are not as desirable. So guess what? That mortgage has to get paid. So as long as that goes up, along with taxes, because y'all know we got we got messed over with the taxes this year. Um you're gonna see a rise in rent. Okay. You're gonna see a rise in rent. And 
if you're about using your money and making it work for you, I just don't see much coming from a rental. If your biggest concern is maintenance, you got a whole lot of more thinking to be doing. Like when people say, "Well, I rent because I I don't gotta uh I don't gotta pay for my maintenance." They come over here and fix everything. Da da da. Y'all, come on now. Where there's a will, there's a way. I remember before when I thought about buying a house, somebody had told me they were like, "Oh well, you know, buying a house is expensive. Anytime something break down, by the grace of God, I don't even need to knock on wood because by the grace of God." We have not had any major appliances or anything go out on us. And we've been in our house for like almost five years. So I'm saying that to say that even if something did happen, I just absolutely believe that the Lord would just put an electrician in front of me. Put a a air conditioner person in front of me. Like, I just feel like you're going to make some type of connection. You're going to be able to find somebody to do the work. And it's not going to happen every day. These are not costs that you have every day, but this is why you also have home warranties and things like that in place to to help you when you have these issues. So I can't say that a person can't use that as an excuse, but I just think that's a poor one. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather you just be like, oh, I just want to rent because I just want to rent. I don't I don't desire to be a homeowner. And that's absolutely fine. Um but for those of you who want to play that game, like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to make my money work for me. And you want to make it like you're trying to make the best decisions. And, you know, because you all about your, your, your dollars. Um, I think buying real estate is one of the greatest ways to secure some money. So um, don't be over here trying to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to wait on a market crash because it's as far as DFW is concerned, as far as y'all still want to stay in Dallas, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. So I think I need to get over there. Oh, I am just so excited to talk to you. I'm just so excited about this B episode. See so anyways, um, again, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for tuning in. I feel like episode 11 is going to be the start of a new series. And I think it's going to be an interesting one because I think y'all are starting to like hearing me talk now. Um, and I'm getting used to it. So I'm very, very, very excited again. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I want you to make sure that you follow me on IG at S-E-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Says the real tour. I know sometimes I say real tour like when I'm talking, but... When I'm actually like saying my name, I'm saying it the correct way. Sess the real tour. Okay. Um, make sure y'all follow me. Y'all know what to do. Leave me some comments. Drop me some emojis or something and let me know that you guys listened. Um, and share it. Share my podcast. Share my podcast. Share my podcast. Cause this podcast here, I don't play. Hey, this part here, what? I don't play. <laughs> All right, y'all. I have to talk to y'all another day. Bye.